Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19, all new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. It's Thursday on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. Everybody, I know it's, it's lunchtime, but pour yourself a big bowl of crusty cinnamon toast shrimp and get a spoon and sit down because we got some talking to do. Yeah, we do. We got some talking to do. Um, that should just be the tagline of our show. Got some talking we to do. We got some talking to do. But today we are talking about a story we've been talking about all week because that's the world we live in. Um, the story that I I just want to get to the bottom of why there were shrimp tails at the bottom of a bag of cinnamon toast crunch. Okay. However, we can't have nice things in 2021, much Mm-mm. less 2020, much less ever. ever. Especially in the age of the internet, uh, much less the age of social media, because as we know, when something goes viral, a virus generally, um, a virus is a virus, Mm -hmm. right? That's not a good thing. And so this story about a guy who just happens to be a comedy writer who found um, some crusty scrimp tails at the the bottom of his box of Cinnamon Toast Crunch was just fun and delightfully distracting from all the just gross in the world, right? Mm -hmm. Like, here's a guy who found some stuff and then Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I love that this was the distraction from all the gross in the world was shrimps in the Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I know, but that's where we are, man. I'll take what I can get. Have you been alive this year at all? Right. Uh, so as that was happening, we're just like, okay, let's get to the bottom of it. And he was kind of being snarky about it with uh, General Mills. And they were like, hey, just give us the box. No questions asked. It's not shrimp. What are you talking about? Just give it to us. We'll be fine. And he's like, yeah, no, I don't trust you. Um, I'm going to test these uh, shrimp tails and find out where they came from. Um, so there was all that was happening. Well, of course, of course, mm-hmm. it was only a matter of time. I mean, we knew before we would find out that Topanga's husband was a serial killer. What? Okay, no, not actually a serial killer, but that he is a bad person, according to the Internet. Mm -hmm. Now, um, what I mean by that is, and maybe you were paying attention, and in fact, I think this was towards the end of the show yesterday, where we're like just delighted by the story, and then it was like, oh, hold on a minute. We He's can't. a terrible person. We can't we enjoy can't. this anymore. <laughs> we can't enjoy this anymore. And we were made... Um, we were made aware of this by uh, former ladies in his life, but other people. So one person was like, hey, just FYI, the Shrimp Tales guy is both a marketing professional and someone who's lied to my face without flinching. Okay. Wow. And wow. then a, uh, a woman by the name of Melissa Stetton, who is a writer and a basketball player, said, quote, what you may not know about the man behind the viral posts, what like he's a manipulative. Oh, she was quoting the guy who said what you may not know about the man mm-hmm. behind the viral post and then added her two cents, obviously. What what like he's a manipulative. I'm sorry. Words, words are, are hard, hard on Thursday. Thursday. 
What? Yes, you owe me a soda. It's hard when people don't use um, punctuation. punctuation. Mm-hmm. What? Like he's a manipulative, gaslighting, narcissistic ex-boyfriend who once told me he was surprised I hadn't killed myself because my life was so worthless? Mm-mm. Oh. Mm-mm. And then she said getting lots of texts from girls still in therapy over his terror. At least we have this fun little club. Oh. Yeah. And it goes on from there. And, um, you know, uh, something called the Bro Bible, which I'm sure you and I would I love, the bro love Bible. to oh, read yeah, BroBible.com. Mm. But they. Because you know what I. Re- <laughs> okay, sorry. No. Stop yourself. What the Bible really needs is more bros. Yep. Um, it's chock a full <laughs> of bros, I think, actually. Um, but they actually do a really good job of laying out. Uh, the play by play the tweets mm. the receipts the tweet receipts uh anyway so that's where we're at and uh, look i okay because sure that's where we are in the world but i just want to know how shrimps got at the bottom of the cinnamon toast yeah. crunch I have- because i like cinnamon toast crunch and I want to eat it without worrying mm-hmm. about there being string and rat doo-doos. I have news for you, Brad. I'm a Cripsies. I what? got really bad news for you. What's up? You're never going to know. You're never going to oh. get the resolution. Why do you think? Because it's now it's done. Like now. And okay. Before I say any of this, I just want to be very clear. Jensen Carp may be a horrible person. Yeah. And I want to say I these women who are sharing their experiences with him should be believed. But this is no longer going to be about shrimps in a cinnamon toast crunch box and we can't put the shrimps back in the cinnamon toast crunch box. <laughs> yeah, you can't put you the can't tails do it. back in we the box. We can't do it. We can't unring the bell. Well, we can't uncinnamon toast the crunch. I and I think, you know, General Mills is probably, you know, like, hey, mm-hmm. thank you. Thank you, Jensen Cup, for being a horrible person because now now nobody is thinking about our shrimp tails. I mean, what are the odds <laughs> that I mean, could somebody there have been like... Yeah, wouldn't that be nice? If uh, they didn't have him. If it wasn't obvious that they had their heads up their marketing fannies, right, then I, I might d- believe you. Exactly. But anyway, why are you saying that? Oh, I, because I just feel like now the, the whole entire narrative has shifted. And we can't go back to shrimps in the Cinnamon Toast Crunch because serious, allega- like serious allegations or serious stories have now tainted the conversation and so we're not gonna get i mean i don't to be fair i don't know what jensen carp is up to today because i haven't checked in because you feel he hasn't posted anything since yesterday because you feel guilty even clicking on his name now because this is the world that we live in and again i want to be clear i'm not saying that he's not who people say he is or that they didn't have the experiences that they had yeah what i am saying is We've now been distracted by that storyline such that we don't get to but go I, back can to I just shrimps say something? To- no. Oh. No, you may not say anything on your uh-huh. show. Of okay. course you can say something. What do you have to say? No, I'm, it's just a turn of phrase to yeah. try to get into the conversation. <laughs> um, in case you weren't aware. Thanks. <laughs> you radio professional. <laughs> um, what I wanted to say was, I, and this is going to sound, this is also going to rub some people the wrong way. I don't, I didn't show up for that story. 
So I'm not saying that I don't want to hear people and that people aren't entitled to bring that story to the table. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, God, this person's trying to get a lot of uh, clout on social media for this serial story. Have I got a story for you? Um, it's not that I don't think that story is valid, but I originally showed up for this story about shrimp tails. Mm-hmm. And this is the lesson I have learned about social media. Mm-hmm. Truth. Mm-hmm. I learned the story years ago, as I'm sure many of uh, our listeners have as well, that that's not how this works. And so if you sign up for like the shrimp tail story, you're going to get the other stories as well. So I know that. And it's just another Lucy with the football moment of like, oh, I bought into this like right. this fun story because I am using social media as a form of entertainment. But what I am not remembering is that. Social media is not a form of enter- entertainment. It's a form of, it's just, it is, it's just a thing. I don't, I, I don't even want to use a pejorative because I think that's unfair and it's too easy to be like, social media is terrible. Well, guess what? We're all terrible. But my point is when I show up for a TV show, mm-hmm. it's been produced. Right. It's been directed. It's been acted by professionals. It's been gatekeeped, kept by uh, corporations who have rules. Yeah. When a piece of something interesting shows up on social media, it's not, that's not like that. Shame on me for expecting right. to be entertained right. by something that is not a form of entertainment. No. So social media is a living, breathing organism. You know, it, it moves. It's a virus. It, it's a virus. <laughs> it is, a, it, it has its own, it just sort of has its own life cycle. And, to your point, Bradley, just okay, and I actually think this is such an interesting thing because you, my friend, have taught me one thing. What's that? Oh, God. It is never. Oh, never. <laughs> People will always let you down. Exactly. <laughs> and I would just say, as such, social media being a living, breathing organism, yeah. it will always let you down. It yeah. will always let you down. You may show up for the shrimp tails in the cinnamon mm-hmm. toast crunch, and you're going to get walloped unexpectedly by Jensen Carp is a horrible, terrible human being who is uh, verbally abusive and who, to women. And who else learned that lesson today? Uh, a gal by the name of Chrissy Teigen, yeah. who will we be, who will, who we will, we'll, 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 we'll just trust me, okay? <laughs> Listen later. Yeah, man. We're going to talk about that a little bit later in the show, but this is, I mean, let this be the lesson, and I, you know, I tweeted something about this yesterday, mm-hmm. about how, like, this is, like, we are all milkshake duck. Milkshake duck. You have duck, to explain that. I'm going to, is, is basically the term for, like, it's a, based on a cartoon, about this cute duck drinking a milkshake and then you find out that the duck is racist basically like it's this is what this is what the term that we use for when these viral moments happen and everybody's delighted by them and then we learn that somebody or something at the center of it and it's not even just Jensen Carp there have been tweets about Topanga too and what a terrible horrible person she was to work with i mean like the the web you know it goes on and on and on my point is Viral things get a 24 to 36 hour shelf life of delight. Yeah, if that now. But. If that. But there, but for the grace of God go I, right? Like, the you don't want to be viral. No. And you also don't want to no. buy into the viral because you are, everybody is going to get all of their hopes dashed. I've come to you with a hopeless message. Yeah, today. no, but it's true. Everyone will let you down. Now, the lesson is just take them that for what it's worth and be delighted in the moment but don't expect that um you know this other 
the the yang isn't going to follow right behind the yin, right? right? Like expect nothing. Expect nothing. Expect nothing. Okay. We need to end this segment on a happier note because Mm. that is some, that is some, that is some Nietzsche business Uh, that we don't Nietzsche'd I'll give you a happy note. Um, I ate eggs this morning and there was nothing foreign in my eggs. Is that positive? I was just trying to oh, think of anything because, oh, positive. Like, what foreign Like there eggs? wasn't hair. Got it. Or like yes, no, congrats, toenails. kudos. It, they were clean eggs. Clean eggs. I got clean eggs. If you got to eat a clean breakfast, congrats. Lucky. Lucky you. That's our positive note. When we come back, Elizabeth Reese <laughs> is bringing all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. The one and only Elizabeth Reese has arrived, and with her, she brings all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hello, Elizabeth. Hi. Hello, friends. Nice to be with you. And, and also, also with, with you. you. Britney Spears' attorney Ooh. has made a request, okay? Mm. Filing a petition this week to ask that Jody Montgomery officially replace Jamie Spears as the permanent conservator over the singer's personal matters. Loving this. These documents were just filed yesterday. They will be reviewed in an upcoming hearing, which is set for April. April 27th. Now, Jody Montgomery is Britney's care manager and has been part of the conservatorship since 2019 when she temporarily replaced Jamie while he recuperated from health issues. You'll remember that a judge recently extended her temporary role until September of 2021, but Jamie Spears remains the co conservator mm-hmm. over her estate alongside Bessemer Trust. Yeah, and he from what I read, is totally fine with this change because, hilar, he doesn't have to, like, worry about signing off on her trips to TJ Maxx. Mm-hmm. Now he can just focus on trying to screw her out of as much money yeah, as possible. Yeah, and take as much of it as he can. Allegedly, supposedly. Mm-hmm. According to the Free Britney movement. Yeah. Which is growing. Mm. Yes. Some people dedicate all their days to hashtag is, Free Britney. That is interesting to me. A very I interesting. I like a documentary, a documentary on Just on folks. them. What's going on with these people, right? What's happening in their life that this is the cause that they've taken? Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart. Protein Plus and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash btpod50 and use code btpod50 to get 50% off. That's code btpod50 at factormeals.com slash btpod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
taken up and then they I don't know what other work they're doing. Yeah, and like how do they make a living? How do you make a living? How do you buy clothes and like pay for your cell phone bill? Yeah. And your rent. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And your internet. I don't know. Um, so <sighs> this is the first official attempt to have Jamie lose some control in the conservatorship, though, That'd be because fine. this would be mm-hmm. this again. This petition would be that Jody would replace Jamie Spears like fully. Yeah. As the permanent conservator, not a co-conservator situation, which is going on right now. Jody looks like a very nice woman. I see a picture of her. Well, she's a pro, man. Like, yeah, she's been doing she this does. for a long time. She this, signs she's not, checks. She's not like an amateur. She yeah. looks at papers. Mm. She files She's things. She's a paper looker. <laughs> she is busy. I need some help with my filing. Oh, it's the worst. Imagine the doing worst. a job for a living that just involves filing. I don't know. Filing? It's an art, I though. I would be fine with just filing for a living. My problem with filing in, in normal life is that it's like the last thing that you just can't even, you oh, don't want to do. piles of stuff. Well, yeah, and then it's like I always do the away. thing where I'm like, but where do I... Pr- should I put? Should right. I make How do I this topic this? a How, file? Yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. Yes, Ugh. we need a filing tutorial. Yeah, let's do These a riveting the, radio segment just, say, just on filing. <laughs> this is the crap they should actually teach in school. In school, mm-hmm. that's yeah. useful to you. Yeah, listen, I, I will tell you. And how to pay a bill. And yeah, also home economics, which I don't know if it's still called that anymore, but it was when I went to Valley Middle School. And I, the day that it was learn how to make scrambled eggs day mm-hmm. was the most horrendous aroma through Valley middle school, oh, because God. guess what kids do? Burn. They don't know how to make eggs. Yeah. And so they burn them. And guess what smells very bad. Burned eggs. Oh, oh God. Better or worse. If I smell overcooked. <laughs> yeah. Well, a stink bomb is worse <laughs> when you're doing a radio show Elizabeth in a very Reese small space. And then two, especially if you're pregnant, colleagues who aren't aware that you're pregnant let off a stink bomb on April Fool's Day uh, in your radio studio, and then you dry heave into the garbage can. Yeah, well, that happened. We're not April living that 1st. down ever. Also, Elizabeth, that's the day that I knew you were pregnant. <laughs> With, and I never said a thing. I waited. I waited. But you knew. But I knew. You knew. That was April 1st. We're coming up on the anniversary of that day, and that was then seven years ago, right? Oh, gosh. Sounds about right. Sounds good to me. Because oh. Bernie's six. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. So we Obviously. can always judge it based on Kid how math. old Bernie is. There you go. Yeah, we can. I love it. Um, okay, there is going to be a Lifetime movie, um, another Lifetime movie about Meghan Markle and Prince Harry and their exit. It's called Harry and Meghan Escaping the Palace. It will be <laughs> Lifetime's third movie about the I couple. I cannot wait. Like, so they're going to be like running. I cannot wait. Following 2018's smash hit, Harry and Meghan, A Royal Romance, and 2019's highly reviewed sequel, Harry and Meghan, Becoming Royal. This is the third installment expected to start production, I'm sure, somewhere do in they, Canada this spring and air in the fall. Do they have the same actors play the roles? I don't know. Like I haven't watched second, any of them, but I Colleen? kind of want to. They, uh, do they, oh, sorry, they were different. They were, they yes. were different in the first and the second. Yes. They, they, they don't ever reuse people. The new movie hasn't been cast yet. Yeah. They're just going to like start from scratch. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. They just have to find lookalikes. Yeah, they find yeah, look, they look alike. Ha- yeah, the first couple that I'm looking at looked alike. They will be they they will be approximate. One of them actually the oh the no, Harry one Kate. doesn't look that good. Sorry, the woman who played Kate in the uh, Will and Kate one, yeah. she ended up being now she's on Grey's Anatomy. Oh, oh wow, small mm-hmm. world, interesting. Mm-hmm. 
Jessica Simpson's doing... They go places in their lives. Yeah, you can. Uh, Jessica Simpson's doing all sorts of press because the paperback version of her book is out. Um, So we're seeing lots of her. And uh, she did an interview where she was reflecting on her parents' divorce. I do think it's interesting because her parents got divorced when she was an adult. Right. So this is something that people can relate to in terms of that happening in their own lives and sort of what does that mean when you're an adult? I feel like when couples get divorced, when they have little kids, there's a lot of conversation about how does this impact the kids? Right. How do we take care of the kids? How do we help the kids get through it? And then if you're an adult and your parents get divorced, it's sort of like, well, you're an adult. So I don't know what to tell you. It is. a. I mean, I don't know. I only know one way, but uh, my parents got divorced when I was an adult and I can certainly relate to her. talking about it she said it was really bizarre and she said it she felt like it made it harder for her to accept other relationships in their lives Mm. than it would have been if they'd gotten divorced when she was younger Mm. but her book still her it's really whatever it's a good book it's worth listening to i agree i loved listening to the audiobook elizabeth reese thank you for that dirt alert goodbye when we come back on the colleen and bradley show we are gonna solve some pop culture mysteries in the form of blind items that holly's brought for us in a segment we call blinded by the item after this We've got some pop culture mysteries to solve on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hi. And uh, Holly brings us these blind items uh, and we solve the mysteries in the segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. All righty. You guys ready for some celebrity gossip mysteries? Yes. yes. Here's our first one. Yeah, sure. Let's dump the Oscar-winning writer who has won awards for television shows in Broadway, the one named permanent A-list singer who is one of the world's worst actresses and who makes awful, awful decisions when it comes to anything on a screen, thinks she knows better and fired the writer oh. of the singer's biopic. Well, I don't know who the writer is, but do we think maybe the A-plus list singer would be Madonna? Ooh. Uh, oh, that's right. I had forgotten that somebody's doing writing a biopic about her. Yes, and who is that? Local connection. Oh, oh, oh I know. Yeah, it's Diablo, Diablo Cody. Cody. Yes, that's right. Ooh, okay, fill in the blank. So, yeah, sure. Let's dump Diablo Cody, Madonna, from your biopic. Madonna. Uh, Madonna thinks she knows better and fired Diablo Cody from co writing the movie with her. That's probably, I don't know. You're not a fan of Diablo Cody, though, right? I don't Kelly? love her, I, but. I have a complicated relationship with Diablo Cody. Let's just put it that way. Okay. I have enjoyed her, a couple of her movies, and I see where she's talented at what she does. I, what I don't love is her books about herself Mm. and some of that stuff. But I do, I mean, this feels very Madonna. Like somebody, Madonna. you know, was like doing something and she was like, no, I don't like it. Bye. Well, it's interesting. It'll be interesting to see. Does she have a role in any of this or is it just all going to be scrapped and started from the beginning? Also, has this been reported on or is this just still a rumor? Yeah, I'm curious about that, too. Uh, I think the firing is still a rumor, but Madonna was posting Instagram stories about herself and Diablo Cody working together. And it was interesting to look at the two of them sitting on the couch together. Right. And kind of the body language again, you know, body language expert, That's not you. really. 
but you could there was a visible discomfort of Diablo Cody trying to work with Madonna as there would be with most people. Oh my gosh, she literally <laughs> does she's crossing her legs away from her. Uh-huh. She sort of has a shoulder turned a little bit away from her and she's very keyed in on what's going on on her screen. And Madonna looks more animated. Madonna, oh god, I feel like she would be a handful. Ugh. Yeah, that does. And then there's another picture of them like toasting wine, and Diablo Cody looks like she's she's like hey, it's a it's a pity wine like a moms. Pity toast. Can we get back to page thirteen? Oh god, yeah. yeah. Oh, I like, actually, I have a really good idea. Let's do this. Never mind. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Here's another celebrity gossip mystery to solve. Speaking of A-plus list mostly movie actresses, her B-plus list ex, who was drunk one night, and gave out the phone number of the actress. It then spread around the internet to the point where she had to change her number that she had been using for well over a decade. Speaking of A-plus list mostly movie actresses, which we weren't, but that's just apropos of nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And her uh, B her B B plus list X. Yes. So two people. We both know these people. So the mm. X was drunk one night and gave her number out. Yes. And then it spread over the internet to the mostly movie. I don't know. My first thought was like Reese Witherspoon and Ryan Felipe. Oh, oh, stop! Whoa! Look at that. Okay, so the reason I second-guessed that was because it said mostly movie actresses, and she's done a lot of TV lately, but okay. All right, let's go. Yeah, so Reese Witherspoon, her ex, Ryan Phillippe, was drunk one night and gave out her phone number. It then spread around the internet to the point where she had to change the number she had been using for well over a decade. Yikes. Ooh. Like, I don't, why would you do that? I don't, I don't get the point. It's definitely awkward. Yeah. Also, I mean, I feel like you just immediately have to change your number. Right. Like, bye. Like, yeah. But then, don't you kind of feel bad for the next person who gets that number? Yeah. Ooh. It's like how I feel bad for the person with the phone number 8675309. And there's got to be a lot, right? Every zip code or area code. have had to retire that number so that nobody can have it anymore? I don't know. Let's call it. Ollie? Beep, boop, 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 beep. I bet it just plays the song. Yeah. Right? You would hope. You like would he hope. gets well, a message also, from Rick Springfield. I feel like increasingly there are like five of us left who know what that means. Right. 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 So like some 20 year old who has that number has like, you know, all, you, all of a sudden some 50 year old is calling like, <laughs> Jenny, Jenny, Jenny who can I turn to? <laughs> She's like, I, my name's not Jenny. Why do all these old people keep calling me and asking if Jenny is there? <laughs> All right. Another celebrity gossip mystery. Please solve this, Colleen and Bradley. Okay. It would be much more of a shocker if this former A-list singer-slash-actress was taking part in a reunion of her former network show. She and the person being honored hated each other. And no, hate is not too strong of a word. Mm. The other big name not participating has a big fish on her yachting line and is not letting any other fish have a chance. She is glued to his side. So three things to think about. A minus list singer slash actress that's going to be in a reunion of the network show, which probably doesn't have anything to do with the singing, right? Uh, Well, the network show had singing in it. 
Mm, Glee. Oh, okay, okay. So it's what's her name? Yeah, yeah. A former A minus list singer actress. What is her name? Um, she's got dark hair. Yeah, Michelle. Leah Michelle. Leah Michelle. Okay. And she and the person being honored hated each other. That's everyone. Oh, but it was Naya Rivera. Specifically, yes. Yep. Ding to both uh-huh. of your answers. Uh-huh. And the other big name not participating has a big fish on her yachting line and is not. Okay, so I read a headline and I don't know if this, I don't think this is. Okay, I had read a headline that said something about Demi Lovato um, playing Naya Rivera's role mm. in that. But huh. I'm guessing that she's not involved in this blind item. Uh, Demi Lovato is not involved okay. in this blind item. You are correct. Okay. So somebody so, else from the show. Who was on the show. Right. I, it could be anybody. But there is somebody who on the cast of Glee is not going to participate. Right. Okay. In this tribute to Naya Rivera because they're too busy yachting. And they don't want to. a whole separate side gig. Right. For the uninitiated. Yes. So Not actually on a yacht. Although correct. it may actually be on a yacht. Is but, it the girl who played uh, Brittany, whose name I can't remember? I'm looking at IMDb. Heather Morris. Yeah. Honestly, it really could be anybody. Okay, could be so anybody. let's just say All right, anybody. All the above. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. But we're focused on that it would be much more of a shocker if Leah Michelle was taking part in a reunion of Glee. Mm. Because Leah Michelle and Naya Rivera, who's being honored at the GLAAD Awards, hated each other. And hate is not too strong well, of a word. Yeah, and I just feel like, is she getting any work lately? No, and do you remember, we went through like a very quick episode recently where Mm -hmm. she was being exposed for being a, Mm -hmm. oh yeah, on the set, yes, and then it was, and then shortly after all of that, Naya Rivera died, and I think people were like, because social media, we're like, don't you dare say anything, Leah Michelle. You're the worst. You know, and like <laughs> that's there was the sound of social media. You guys, <laughs> like she just couldn't. No, she couldn't say anything right. Yeah, because people were so inflamed at what a horrible, terrible person she was. Yeah, on and the she had to go bye bye that show in the car car for a while. And I don't feel like we've seen her come up for her since. Except for that she had a baby, and that so then she like you know we got distracted by baby, which is a PR fix yeah. if anything. You know, I'm not when saying in doubt she have a baby. baby, but yeah, it definitely distracts people from the story. Mm-hmm. Next. Okay. Okay. Another celebrity gossip mystery. This one doesn't really have a definitive answer, so let's ponder this. Okay. In the last decade, this actress has been the lead in a television movie. She's been a judge on a long running cable competition series. She's released records. She went on tour with a permanent A list group. She has been the lead in a reality show. She is also now essentially broke and homeless because she oh, has wow. not worked oh, no. in the past year. For one year, she became homeless? Well, I don't know what her housing situation was, but it might be a little precarious at the moment, despite past successes. She's been the lead in a reality show. And she was an actress. A lead in a television movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. and on a reality show. And a judge. And a judge. She's done a lot of things. And she's released records. A television movie. Mm. What's that even mean? Paula Abdul. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, I mean, she's tap dancing for some kind yeah, of thing. She's got, she's got she's that Alzheimer's. Um, not Alzheimer's. What's the arthritis? I knew it was an yes. A. Yes. But she Affliction. can still tap dance. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, okay. Are we in the same, like... Kind of. You know, there are a couple of names that showed up in the comment section. And one, you know, you could see this person having a similar trajectory as Paula Abdul's career. But she's much younger, decades younger. Stacy Q. <laughs> Two of hearts. Two of hearts that beat as I mean, she one. was the lead on that one episode of, of Facts House. of Life. Oh. Was she on Full House? Wasn't she on Full House? Well, she I know she was on Facts of Life, and she performed Two of Hearts. Two hearts beat as one. Um, no, one of the people is somebody that we talked about on yesterday's show. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't use my memory for that long. Oh. <laughs> no, it's sort of uh, in and out as quickly um, as possible. So, Juliana Huff? Mm. Could be. Uh, I, I don't. She's b- vegan wine. Vegan wine. I feel wine. like she's homeless. Yeah. yeah. I feel like she's okay. Um, okay, but so there's another possibility. Uh, lead in a television movie, judge on a long-running cable competition series, released records, and went on tour with a permanent A-list group. So the permanent A-list group would be somebody like, what? Um, let's break this down. It's somebody who, like, the person she toured with maybe is, like, not there, so she's kind of, like, taking that role or something. Kind of like, what's his name? With uh-huh. uh, Queen. Yep, yep. Oh, uh, Adam, Adam Lambert. Lambert. You know, it could be. It could be that they open for people. You know, it's really is tough. It Tiffany? Okay. I think okay. she's alone now. It could be anybody. I will tell Deborah you that. Gibson? <laughs> we're, we're just oh, you're doing. you're so formal. Deborah. Well, she wanted to go by Deborah. She did. It, she's Debbie again. Yeah. Because she embraced being Debbie, right? Yeah, she had to yeah. go through. We all went on that journey. Yes, with her. <laughs> right. It's sort of like when Vanilla Ice wanted to go by Rob Van Winkle oh, and yeah. do his like um, landscaping yeah. show. What yeah. was that called? Vanilla Ice Yards. <laughs> yeah. Some people were saying Nicole Scherzinger from oh, Pussycat oh, Dolls. Yeah. Some people were saying Christina Milian. Ooh. Some people were saying Julianne Huff. Mm. But essentially, I suppose the essence of the blind item is is that you may have outward success, but maybe perhaps behind the scenes things might be a little uh, rougher. Maybe it's Scary Spice. She's another option, right? And that is true. Megan would like us to know that Stacey Q was on two episodes of Facts of Life and one Full House episode. Thank you. I knew I was... Yes. I Yes. When we return, it's the one where the girls want to go to the mall to see her perform and like they lie and they sneak out after... It's, you know, it's just a rite of passage. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show... Quarantine lifestyles of the rich, rich and, and famous. After this on My Talk 1071. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hi. And uh, let's uh, visit uh, the home of rich and famous. A little quarantine lifestyle. Sprawling living rooms, dream kitchens. Perfectly placed props like acoustic guitars and books they'll never, ever read. This is Quarantine Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. Yes. 
I want to lounge around in a really rich and fabulous home, and mm-hmm. I have found one for us, you guys. There's only one problem. Okay, what's the problem? Well, we can't afford it? That well, feels like a problem. I mean, that's obvious, right? But so like, obvious. we're just imagining, because it's Quarantines of the Rich and Famous. Mm. Um, it was once owned by Jeffrey Epstein. I know, I know. That's nasty. No, do not want to enter. I know, I know. It's no, awkward. thank you. No, but bad, bad, bad things happen there. Bad things happen. But as I, and I thought the very same thing, but I was reading this article about a Goldman Sachs executive, somebody who clearly can afford the $51 million. Now, also, this thing is called a townhouse. And just wait for it. It is not a townhouse that you or I would ever Mm-mm. associate. It means something so different right? in rich like, circles. Like there's Exactly. Rich house. people are like, my townhouse it just means I'm in a town. And yeah. by town, I mean the largest city in all of yeah. America. Any who's in housing. Um, Australian financier Michael Daffy. He's not Daffy. He's so rich. <laughs> He's um, 54, and he has an American wife named Blake Daffy. What? Yeah, her name's Blake. No, no, no. She has an um, why? Why does it, the fact that she's American matter? Oh, I don't know because I think oh. they're just saying he's Australian. Oh, okay. She's American. Okay. And they are planning extensive remodels to their newly purchased Upper East Side townhome, which, by the way, once belonged to Jeffrey Epstein. So oh. I read that and I was like, "Oh, this is gross. Why would you buy a house that was like?" Ground zero for nasty, right? right? Like, we remember seeing outtakes of this place. I think the front was shown in one of the Epstein documentaries mm-hmm. we watched. And we heard about how um, there was, like, closed-circuit uh, television cameras everywhere, so he could, like, I mean, it was not good. It's gross. So, like, when you walk through, you can imagine the realtor being like, well, and over here, Jeffrey... No, you probably don't do that. No. But at some point, he has to know, right? So then I'm like, well, okay, I get like if you're super rich, like you maybe are like, I don't care about all that stuff because I'm super rich. I don't have to worry about it. But they are actually planning to do some stuff to this home. And then I like to like cleanse themselves of the notion that Jeffrey Epstein was ever there. They're doing a what? Oh, I was just going to say, you know, like in not in the city, not in New York City. Yeah. If there was a house that had a stain on it, like this house, pe- people would literally just like knock it down and start over. Oh, sure. But yeah. you can't do that in a situation like this because this is like locked on either side. So I'm hoping they're going to gut it. Also, yeah. So they're going to do a renovation, which, okay. So I was like, all right. So they're going to renovate the place top to bottom. But the, I was reading about this and I'm like, there's no way, like, somebody's going to have to live in this thing because, by the way, it is considered uh i think if i remember reading this correctly the largest single family home in new york city oh my god literally the largest now shouldn't surprise us that jeffrey epstein one of the most uh wealthy people in the world owned one of the largest homes if not the largest home in the city of new york um it is 28,000 square feet 28,000 square feet town is that's like a mall right 40 rooms Townhome. Holy buckets. Uh, considered the largest, as I said, single family home. It has 10 bedrooms and 15 bathrooms. Exactly. It has oh, more really? bathrooms. Ooh, Fortnite than... toilets. Fortnite For- toilets? Yeah. Meaning, <laughs> it'll you... take you two oh, weeks to take... get through the toilet. Yeah. I was like, you can play Fortnite on the toilet? Like in this day, you got you to gotta clarify. Yeah. But um, 
again, so this is like this is a statement home, yeah. if you will. Yes. Right? Like that's what realtors this, call it. <laughs> this is a one of a kind property with mm. real opportunity to renovate um because of all the nasty. But like, you know, this home isn't going anywhere. So then I thought to myself, okay, but you're gonna have to do some stuff. Like, I am not Okay, I am a very superstitious person. Mm -hmm. So I would be hiring a representative from all of the major religions uh, to come through the home. And maybe some minor religions. And yes, the minor ones, maybe a cult or two. Sure. To bring in a Scientologist. (laughs) Yes. Not Tom Cruise, because then I'd have to get a whole bunch of other people coming through that house and cleaning it. But like, I'm willing to do the work if you're willing, you know, to give me 28,000 square feet. Yeah. And the money to pay for it. Well, I mean, it's a minor detail. Right. We we can clean those up later. Exactly. (laughs) When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, what TV show should get made into a movie? 651-641-1071. We'll take your calls after this.